Messi did not get nominated oh my God. for the Ballon d'Or. He does not need that. While That's insane. Ronaldo made a record for most nominations ever. And how many he has? I think like 19. No. Trophies. That is, oh, that shit. is Ballon d'Or. Yeah, it that does. Is <laughs> that is better. Welcome back, everyone, to Check the Stats, your weekly sports podcast with Hamza, Deep. What's good? Harry. Yo. And Dodge is back. Hello, hello. <laughs> and uh, he brought some soccer knowledge with him, which is this, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, this what this episode is going to be about. We're going to go ahead and start with Manchester United and all the drama that has been going on since the summer um, with Ronaldo wanting to leave to every single team and being rejected. He should. And now they're losing... And a moment of silence, oh. please. And now they want to let him leave because he's way better than the product they're putting out there. The team is not ready to win anything, and we all know Ronaldo is a winner. Uh, five Champions Leagues. So this is the first time in Ronaldo's career that his team has lost the first two league games. First time in his entire career. Most Ballon d'Or nominations ever. And this is the worst team that's he, that he's ever been on. So... If that doesn't tell you something, then I don't know what does. They have no defense. They have no midfielder depth. And the coaching system uh, they're trying to use uh, clearly has not worked. Uh, they want to play from, like, out the back, like from the goalie passing out. And we know De Gea is not good with his feet. So that's what, like, two or three of the goals were just De Gea errors. Mm. Trying to play out from the back, letting in a weak goal. So when you're down 3-0, 4-0 in the first 30 minutes, I mean... What can you even do? Second half was a draw. Second half was 0-0. But so Ten Hag likes to play out from the back. And we know uh, De Gea is not the best with his feet. So his distribution is not the best. And we saw a few goals come from that. A few errors uh, lead to easy goals for Brentford. Uh, they were really, uh, Brentford were really, I mean, we should get some credit to Brentford. They were really good on capitalizing. Because, uh, you know, a lot of teams can get all these chances. But still, you know, get nervous in, uh, at, you know, in front of a big team. But uh, credit to Brentford and their coach. Uh, Manny were just not ready. Uh, they subbed off their defender at halftime. He's a five foot nine center back, and Brentford were the most probably one of the most physical teams in the Premier League. Yeah, they got promoted just last season, but they're very physical. They have a very good aerial presence, and when you have a five foot nine center back starting against them, I mean, we we saw how it turned out. Four goals, and as soon as they subbed him off, they brought Varane on, four times Champions League winner, World Cup winner. They brought him on at halftime. I don't know why he's not starting. And they went 0-0 the second half. So, honestly, I think it was a bad lineup choice by Ten Hag. He's still figuring out the team, but after all the film you watched from last season, and maybe even before that, and you're still starting McTominay, who doesn't even start in midfield for Scotland, how is he starting for Manchester United? And how is Fred still starting? So, overall, complete disaster by Manchester United. I think it's going to take some time for Ten Hag to implement his system. More players are needed, period. De Gea is not someone who's going to like sit there and like not even he, distribute the ball. He's, he's like not like Allison. Like he's he's not, not like Ederson. Yeah, he's just not going to do that. And plus, like in a tense situation, bro, he's just like, he he just crumbles. I think bro, he's like, just out of it. He's not in his prime anymore. Yeah. And 
I mean, I'm not gonna lie. That first goal, like, it was kind of like Ronaldo. Like Ronaldo did lose the ball. Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, he loses the ball, but are you seeing the goal goalkeeping error? Or how are you not? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I was gonna say like he loses the ball, and st- you could argue that he got fouled because he did get kicked in the back of the leg. If you look at the replay, and like I'm not, no, it's definitely De Gea's fault, like 110. percent But like, it did. I mean, start. that's what I'm saying, about... Ten Hag system. They're playing out of the back, and almost every single goal was a dumb error from them trying to play out from the back. They're not just booting the ball up; they're trying to pass it up. So I mean, it's 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 very very sloppy. So I do agree that I mean Ronaldo gave the ball yeah next to the goal, but a, a top keeper is not letting that goal in. Like it was rolled on the ground. This is this is the first time they've beat Man U since nineteen thirty. What is it, 1938? Oh, this is a historically bad That's Manchester insane. United team. Like, they're in a terrible period. That's insane. But, they had the most Premier League titles. And but this, I think they were coming hot from the last season. This is where they're at now. Brentford beat them. But they were coming hot from the last I mean, I, I don't want to say, like, I'm no excuses for Man U. Should not have lost. But they were coming oh, yeah, hot credit, from the Credit to Brentford, for sure. Yeah. But they're, they're Brentford, like, third in the league right now. Yeah. They're when you're good. at 4-0, like, 35 minutes in, they're, you're, you're just, like... The whole team yeah, collapsed. I'm like surprised they went. They they drew in the second half. I'm surprised they didn't let in another goal. You know, like that's how that's how bad they were getting beat. But they, they, they made some the they made room, some tactical right? changes. They Half-time brought talk. they brought on uh, their younger left back instead of Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw played like ass. So <laughs> the younger left back came on. Varane came on. They played better, but yeah, shit. Play like shit overall though. Ah, <sighs> where do I start? So Ronaldo ghosted basically. Huh. <laughs> that's your storyline. No, 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 no. That's not my storyline, actually. But to all the Ronaldo fans that would say, oh, man, Man United mm. suck. They're this, they're they that. They're player. No, I, I don't disagree with that. I do not disagree with that at all. And I'll give you, and I'll tell you why as well. Um, as much as Ronaldo fans and, I don't know, anti-Messi or any of that, as many of those people out there that are saying, feel bad for Ronaldo... The players around him are bad. That's the reason they're losing. The coaching, all of that. Nobody, nobody that saw Messi struggle with Argentina a few years back would have said anything about Barcelona. At least, no, it wasn't. He wasn't struggling with Barcelona. No, no, he's not. He wasn't struggling with Barcelona because he was flourishing in that system and everything worked out well. But Argentina, on the other hand, I'm not gonna say it was bad players, but. Where was that? Where was that feeling of oh, Messi's being surrounded by bad coaching? It was Argentina and, and playing. That's a national. That's a national team. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but funny. but the whole focus was Messi. It was Messi ghosted every game. Nobody brought it was Messi. his fault. I'm saying you're talking I'm, to I'm comparing anti. I'm, you're talking to anti Messi fans, but no one here is anti Messi fan. I'm, <laughs> no one. I didn't mention if it was. I, I, I thought we were talking about Manchester United. I did not mention anyone in here. Saying that anti-Messi, I'm saying <laughs> the people out, out there. And I'm, the reason I'm bringing this up is because of people, how they're criticizing Man United right now. It's not but, the same okay, okay, when it came okay, okay. to Messi I, and Argentina your, as it your, is for Man, I your Manchester point. United I see your point you're saying. Why are but, people giving Ronaldo all this? Why are people feeling bad for him for doing this? But how are you telling me that? No, no, no. I'm not, how I'm is not he supposed to play with I'm these bad say- kids? I agree with you. I agree with you that the team is bad. It's horrible well, around the team him. Is all but the time focus, terrible. the focus is that that is the focus, and that's the truth right there. But with Messi, it was a little bit different, and that was mostly annoying because you're focused on more of a player. 
Not I had to bring that up because it was the he, same case. All, in my uh, eyes. Either also, way, guys, uh, Hamza is an anti-Ronaldo fan. That's I why he brought that up. I am not an anti-Ronaldo so, uh, fan. If I continue, was, if I was, I would be sitting here and telling you it, it's only Ronaldo's fault, and I would be pointing only that yeah. out. I am I clearing for what I'm I'm about to say because I'm not <laughs> doing this because I'm just going to focus on Ronaldo and just tell you that it is his fault. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm fucking saying. That game was just tactically bad. From Inferior. It's just tactically bad, the way that they played. And I'll tell you. Shit. Just from the start, I mean, the press and the formation from Brentford was just amazing, and the the, the gameplay that oh, went along with the it execution was nice. Was man. just crazy. the The thing is, they started with five defenders. Those five defenders had two full back wings that pressed up and played shadow ball like the whole time. It was pressing forward. They knew what Man United was about to do with De Gea, thinking that he's he can be the eleventh man and pass the ball and keep them in possession. He's not that. He's not Courtois. He's not Ter Stegen. He cannot do that. Mm-hmm. They cannot depend on him for that at all. You see um, McGuire and the other center back. I forgot his name. Um, uh, the starting one? Yeah. Uh, Martinez. Had, yeah, Martinez. They they came back next to him. and Five foot nine. And at the same time, those two, because Brentford played five three two, those two at offense, they pushed off right away into the box and, and cut off that pass. And Erickson w- would come back in the middle because Fred cannot do that. He cannot be that back uh, midfielder. When he came back, Jensen was his shadow on him the whole time. And once yeah. De Gea gives it to, to uh, Erickson... He's nowhere to go. Nowhere. He can't, he can't pass it to Luke Shaw. He cannot pass to the other, um, it's just bad, the other wing. Bad decision-making. Exactly. And the, and the play and the press was just crazy. They kind of fixed that in the second yeah, half. Yeah, a little bit. But it was, like, too little, it was too little too late. It's it too was, late, it was but over, it did not work out because you have Fred coming back and helping Erickson. They can push the ball at that point, bringing the midfield up. And you brought on McTominay, who, if you actually watched the game for you guys out there, you could. McTominay is not good enough to play for Manchester United. He can't complete five passes in a row. He tries to do all these weird, like stylish passes, and they're all just going out of bounds. They're misplaced passes. He he can't even do the fundamentals. All McTominay is is he's a hustle merchant. Yep. He'll run around and he'll, he'll he'll make a few aggressive tackles and make it look like he's working, but but he, he's not technically sound enough to the, be in the midfield for Man U. But Brentford, I'm talking about McTominay. Oh yeah, Fred is Fred is yeah. Fred is all right, man. Like Fred is very decent. He's so good. He, he could be a good bench player, but he's again he's not a starter. He's good. The way he was played could barely was be bad. a bench player. Yeah, Brentford covered 14 kilometers more than Man U did. Man U cannot press. They cannot handle when they're getting pressed. Yep. So literally every team in the league, even just Brentford, who got promoted last season, pressed Man U yep. and they could not even try to deal with it. They're very sloppy. And when they go down one goal and two goals, there's no yeah. confidence. There's no like, okay, let's get this back. It's just everybody's mood, everybody's head is dropped. Yep. So that's, I mean, that's, what you're not, that's what you don't see in a winning team. But I mean, Great discipline we're gonna, for Brentford either way. We're, but we're looking forward to next week. But the thing is... The thing Not is, really. even even for next <laughs> for next week or this whole season, the issue of Man United is going to be that this coach and the players do not match the coach's um, play style or whatever his tactics that he wants to put out there is not built for the players on the field and the players on the field. Mm-hmm. Either they have to change or he has to go, but you can't do that because you just appointed him remember, this season. Remember when Ralph Ranić was the was the director like a few months like last season. And then yeah. they let him go. You know why? Because he was very vocal and he came out and said, Manchester need 10 to 11 new players. Yep. They need a complete rebuild. And they, and Man U, the owners, they didn't want, uh, you know, they didn't want to do that. So they let him go. They they went the separate ways because they're not trying to spend the money 
to get all these players in one season. It's going to take three, four seasons. You know, like Klopp didn't come in Liverpool and win the first season. It took him three, four seasons. It took Pep a couple seasons to get, you know, to world-class level. So we do need to give Ten Hag some time, but his, he needs some help from the ownership, you know. He, uh, he, did, he did get some help today. Uh, I think it's like 70%, 80% done that Man U was going to sign Casemiro from Madrid. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, they do get Casemiro, you know, that'll solve a little bit of a problem in the midfield, but he's not the he's not the best player to, like to play in out of the press like Ten Hag system, but he's definitely experienced. He'll bring a championship mentality. He's one of the best ball winners in the world, so a world class player for Man U for sure. But how do we feel about just, that? They Madrid? just they just need more players. As a Madrid fan, that is <laughs> that is a big loss because. We have a lot of young midfielders, young players in general, and you can always learn a lot from an experienced player like that. You know, uh, Casemiro has in all nine finals that he has started alongside Cruz and Modric. They've won all nine finals. So very experienced uh, midfield. Uh, when you a, have young players, it's always good to have a mentor, right? You know, that's how all the greats have. They all have a great mentor when they're young. So it's going to be a big loss. As a Barcelona sure. fan, yeah. I will not be missing the terror slides <laughs> in the midfield. But, you know, the competitive spirit will be missed. I'll say that about yeah, he, Casemiro. Yeah, he's the, he's the engine for sure. Like, he'll make those aggressive tackles. Like They need him over He'll there. lock down the best player on the other team for 90 minutes. That's that's what he does. So, so he starts right away. He starts, he walks in and starts. It doesn't even matter. It, no, doesn't, doesn't, even, it doesn't matter doesn't who matter. the fuck you have there. He did that last game. He was subbed on, right? Yeah, no, uh, I'm talking about for Man U. Yeah, we're talking about Man U. The yeah. best midfielder so, automatically there right now. Yeah, if you doesn't matter. You can yeah. play in McCamey. He just, still he just walked in. He's better than the entire midfield. team. So <laughs> if you, <laughs> if he let, let's say hypothetically for next week's game, uh, Liverpool and Man United. I don't think you'll so, be there. No, no, I know that. Yeah. But hypothetically, having Casemiro and it's huge um, bro, Bruno, he just played a final against them. Having Bruno, Casemiro, and who else? Maybe Eriksen. Maybe Fred. Does that improve? Man because United? Casemiro can hold. Bruno, oh, hell yeah. Bruno is good you when he's it. going forward, and Eriksen is also creative. So that would be way, way better because you're not playing McTominay. You're not relying on McTominay. Uh, bro, I mean, that, I'm, I'm telling how, you, it massively improves him. But how long did uh, Casemiro and Ronaldo play together? Years, yeah. Years, right? Years, so yeah. that connection, a midfielder having that connection with a, yeah. a striker, For sure it's going to make a big yeah. difference. And I, he's aggressive. I think that, like, kind of push on offense will definitely help them because mm-hmm. from their last two games, there is no, like, there's aggression. No, there's no aggression. There's no, no. pressing. There's, like, there's no, like, there's no energy. Very, like, there's no energy. Lazy. And then you, the you passing team, you can tell Brentford had the energy the entire game. Oh, they just got <laughs> they just got into the Premier yeah, League, right? Yeah. Last season. Yeah. Last, last season. season. They're, so they're, they they still got to prove themselves, they're and they're going to go team. against a really good, well, not yeah, really good, they're but still. They're a bright team, and the way they they compressed back when when Man United started pushing up is just that was tactically sound can we see very, that from Liverpool very good manager can we can we see that from Liverpool this yeah. next week Liverpool like, started really really you know f- for their roster I think they started pretty bad two mm-hmm. draws yeah. is, is is not the best they had a red card uh from their star signing Darwin Nunes which was questionable that was crazy yeah but I don't think the ref saw the you first could, half you could say it was yellow but even then, it was a very, very stupid do. Like you're not, you're not, you don't want, cool you don't want your game. player to do that. Yeah. Like you know, especially yeah. the one you just signed. You know, uh, he's suspended now. Not, right? not the best look. Yeah, he'd probably be banned one or two games. They, not one game. 
it's just one game. One game? Oh, yeah. yeah, you get one game. Yeah, so they, they don't have Nunes against United, which yep. I guess United will be a little bit excited. But That's they, a weakness they, for Liverpool. But they still have... They still have Salah. They still have Jota. They still have uh, Firmino. So yeah. not they don't have they don't have. It's not like they lack attacking options. But yeah, he, they'll miss his aerial presence, I guess, a little bit. And but that, uh, Man, Man U's biggest problem is going to be dealing with their press. That's what Liverpool yeah. is known for. Is their is their, like their high press. level press. Yeah. But I mean, if they play how Crystal Palace played, I mean, Crystal, which were just wow, yeah. just Crystal sitting was, just but, sitting back. But then again, just but, sitting back. Then again, they got up early. Yeah. No, but then again, it's a good manager. Yeah, they got the they got the goal, so the they, they did yeah. sit back. The they did sit back, oh, but that, that manager's been there for a few seasons, and they've they've steadily gone up every season. Yeah. So I mean, that's what happens when you give them time, right, to play in the system. Yeah. But if Man U can get even like a decent result. Like, like I know, hoping Maybe for a goal. hoping for a draw is like very, very <laughs> ambitious. Like that's like that's how bad they are right now. But let's and say let's say Man U gets a good result against Liverpool, and even if they lose two oh one, maybe maybe three one, it's a good performance. A I feel a goal like a, or two. Would mean I feel like a, a good performance yeah. will go a long way. Because yeah. if you lose your first two games, which hasn't happened in a long time, and then you lose the third game against like a rival, in like a bad closer. fashion. If you lose in a bad fashion, it, I feel like it yeah, could derail the season. That was a horrible fashion. If you put in a good shift against Liverpool, I feel like the season could take a turn. And they lost to them 4-0 last, last year? Right? Combined yeah. last year, they lost to them 9-0. Oh, my God. <laughs> but this is a different team. Sadio Mane is not there. Their striker is not there. Yeah. They miss Sadio Mane, though. He's um, the most dynamic player they had. Yeah, Salah yeah. is a very one-dimensional yeah, player. Salah, Salah he's, running down, he's running down the wing, and then he'll cut in and shoot on his left foot. Right, like once in a, a while, once in a while he'll make some dribbles. It's hard to get him to him at the end because he, Crystal uh, Palace started locking honestly, that up. Honestly, Salah had all that space because they had to focus a lot on Mane too. Mane was just as fast as Salah, and he was more, he was stronger, yeah. and he and he was probably better with both feet. But that was mostly in the first half. Second half, Salah, they really strapped Salah him. has a really good left foot and an okay right foot. But I feel like when when Mane was at his, like on his like his form, he was the best player for Liverpool. So we we saw that with two draws. Um, it's gonna be an interesting game next week for sure. Man United Liverpool. So who you got? Uh, I mean, I'm taking got? I'm taking Liverpool, man. Like Liverpool. they're gonna win. But yeah. I'm saying if if United put in a good a good performance, like they don't get embarrassed, you know, yeah. it it should go a long way because they'll be hopeful. You know, Casemiro's coming in. Maybe a few other signings before, but I uh, think the only way for Man United. To score against Liverpool would be just catching them off a counter, off a counter yeah, because yeah. they push so high and they take a long time to get back on defense, and that's I think that's the only way I see them winning. But another great game that passed best was game, best game <laughs> of the weekend for sure. <laughs> Chelsea Tottenham, which was just a tactical Dramatic, warfare out there. Yeah, I think the gap is closed between. Spurs and the other top contenders, right? Like, uh, we all thought Chelsea would take a step back this season, mm. you know, because they, they lost a few, like, good players, defensive players. Signed signed fo- a few good players, right? But like who? Like, they signed Koulibaly, they signed Raheem Sterling. Yeah. Like, those are obviously Raheem good. Sterling is those are obviously good signings, but, you know, compared to Liverpool and City's depth, like, we were like, oh, maybe they're not there yet. But uh, Spurs also made a lot of good signings, right? They, mm-hmm. like, all around their entire team, so... This game ending in a 2-2, I think it was a good result for Spurs, but not for Chelsea. Mm. Because Spurs are trying to break into that top three, top four, and that's where Chelsea yeah. is right there. So mm. we know Spurs have made the signings to try to break into that, not just be like a like a fourth, fifth. Yeah. They want to be like a 2-3, right? Maybe a one. So 
I feel like at least to to prove that I they feel have like something. them like not losing was a good thing because they haven't won at Stanford Bridge much, yeah, right? Like yeah. they haven't won much there for yeah. so for them to get a draw at the end and kind of like take it away from them, take away the win, it's a big deal. But yeah, it was a dramatic game. We obviously saw yeah. the managers get into it. Uh, that's that I mean, it's, not it's, even the managers, the players. It's an like, it's an like, iconic like, rivalry, right? I mean, it's yeah. always happened like that, yeah. but. So, what did you guys think? I mean, I thought it was I wanna this was a fun ass game to I watch. I wanna ask what the Son Son's fan, Tottenham, <laughs> newest fan. Bro. How does he feel about that game? I saw that goal, ninety-sixth minute. Yeah. Come yeah. on. It's crazy. That like that's that's insane. Yeah, they but celebrated. It was, they Chelsea cele- dominated. I'm not gonna lie, they were dominating in the first half. Yeah, and you could and you could say like they, the ref didn't give them enough calls. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we all know refs are not going to be the best, like, in any game. So, mm-hmm. you have to play better than that. You have to be, you have to play better than the ref, like, can, can, can hold you back, right? That's that's what you're supposed to do. But, um, I think, I feel like all the big signings came in clutch for Chelsea. Yeah. And it was all the regular players that came in clutch for Spurs. Yeah. Like, Kulusevsky didn't play that well. Honestly, if he played better, maybe they could have won. Mm-hmm. But, like, Chelsea, like... Koulibaly played amazing. Sterling played amazing. I just don't. I just don't see them winning unless they pick up a solid striker. Chelsea, they have no good finishers besides f- maybe Sterling, who's not the best finisher. They need a number nine. Like Spurs got Richarlison yeah. like on the bench behind yeah. Harry Kane is really good. He's a really good. He's a really good. You know, backup nine. But uh, Chelsea just don't have a good finisher. I feel like Chelsea had the edge in that game. Um, just, I mean, it was mostly both teams knew each other. They knew what, what was going to happen. It was mostly like the little changes that the coaches were going to make, and that's why they were so heated at each other. I mean, they basically had the same formation. They play, They both played 3-4-2-1. Uh, but it was just about the changes throughout the game and adjusting to each other because I'm pretty sure they studied each other 100% before mm-hmm. this game. Like Two amazing were, managers. Like, sure. Amazingly, and even the players and the, the way they performed and how they pushed it and all that, it was just on point for um they like with those same shapes kind of game both teams kind of cancel each other out and it makes it hard to find an advantage in a 1v1 like on the wings that's why it was a little bit harder to score but like it it made like the attacks go more through the midfield and then once Tottenham caught up on that and they saw what Chelsea's doing is just pushing through the midfield because they couldn't go on the wings they made that adjustment, which they pushed them back out to the wings. They they overloaded on on the midfield. Even had like Son and the um, other winger, their new winger. They came back and it was only Harry Kane up there, and they mm-hmm. just made it more narrow, pushing the play like more out outward. So yeah, Spurs are impressive. Bro. It's just impressive. Like if they can keep studying teams like that and keeping up with other mm-hmm. teams, whether it's the same shape or not, they can they be have, in top. They have like a different know, energy. They have like a different energy, like. Like in the past few seasons, they've they've been like, they go into games and you can feel like uh, they don't know if they can win it and they're not they're not playing very confident. But like as soon as Spurs like touch the ball in these these first two games of the season, you're like, yo, these these guys are very very confident. They want to attack. They want to score. Right. So yeah. that's the mindset that Conte is kind of putting to these players that like we are winners and we're gonna go out there and we're, you know we're gonna take what's ours and. We haven't seen that from Spurs, so I think that's exactly what. If you're a Spurs fan, you know, <laughs> you I think you, you're fucking you're loving it, <laughs> loving it. And and if you're a Man U fan, you're fucking hating it because your board said 
they didn't want to bring Conte in because yeah. you know what? he's not he doesn't align with the with the club's ambitions or uh, like yeah. morals or some shit. But what they have basically right now, the owners the owners that they, they didn't want a fucking aggressive manager who's gonna tell them what he wants because Conte is very straightforward, uh, and the players didn't want a manager who's gonna be extremely extremely strict. Like the Spurs players were throwing up in the off season. Like even Son and Harry Kane were like. They were literally on the ground, like about to like pass out. That's how hard they were working out. Like Conte had them training, so I'm very excited to see want. what Spurs are gonna do this season, right? Like, we're gonna see uh, a lot of talent. We're gonna see Son winning player of the. <laughs> he won. He won uh, top scorer last year. Yeah, I mean he tied. He tied with Salah. I mean, but, but still. Um, let's move on to the top two teams of the league. Both two and zero. Only two teams, Man City and Arsenal. Uh, City, let's talk about Man City real quick. Man City, Man City is nice. The addition of Erling Holland. Oh my, fits they like got a Julian Alvarez. Uh, we saw quickly in the first two games the kind of chemistry they already have mm-hmm. with this guy, and it's only been two games, and he has he wasn't even there like the entire summer, I think. Right? Not even the entire summer. No. So Start, he almost started off with a hat. Automatic almost chemistry is insane. You know, obviously great tactics by Pep. You know, not, what's new? But um, what's new? What's new? What is new? Tell me what's I new think, about that. I think that just shows how good like Holland is. Uh, I think a lot of the young strikers will come in and be nervous and you know miss some chances. And but I think he had he a quite he got, some he got, time he got with through Dortmund. That. He got I feel like early games. I feel like that. he's 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 ready. He's ready to take like the stage. And take I think over. this is the season that he'll put his stamp if he's if he's healthy. De Bruyne was putting in those passes to Sterling before. Sterling is a really good attacker. Like he'll create things and dribble past players, but you know he lacked that killer finish. That's what Sterling lacked. So De Bruyne was putting in balls to him. He's putting in balls to fucking uh, like Jack Grealish. Who's he's he's okay as a finisher, and and Mares he's not the paciest. So when they have and Gabriel Jesus was good, but yeah, no. he's not as phys- he's not as physical and he's not as tall. No. And I don't think he's outright as fast as yeah. Holland. Like Holland is just a fucking. Holland is exactly what they needed. Bro, he's as a pure he's just strong, striker. He's and strong. Speed he's and tall. Physical. He's fast, exactly and he's he's technically need. sound. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, yeah, it's a freak. He's literally a freak for that. Having such a good midfielder and the uh, midfielders, yeah. yeah, and chemistry, yeah. 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 Just I'm the, good, just know, I'm just talking about De Pointer. Yeah. De Pointer is insane. All time talent. Just yeah. a just a that great was, great midfield that can pass you the ball anywhere you are, and then shooting from outside. That's that's exactly perfectly what you want, and a striker that is so Bro. physical, so quick, and can shoot the ball with like that first going game, ninety miles per hour. Exactly. The first game against That's, West Ham, he got you know, that from Dortmund, right? You saw that what? Yeah. Like his that ability, he would have yeah. to fight through the line. Yeah, they Dortmund, play, they Dortmund is really good at developing young players. Exactly. So that, I mean, they he, they definitely helped they're, him. But that's their like. That's thing. the thing. That's People go there to thing, get developed yeah. as a, at a young age, right? But like that hustling. first goal, I see this team going against West Ham. You like. When De Bruyne puts the ball in, usually, like, the player just runs onto it and just hits it first time, right? Because it's placed, like, right there. But when he passed it to Holland, and Holland was so fast that he had to run, like, a circle around the ball mm-hmm. and then just hit it one time. Like, yeah. that's the craziest part to me is that he was running full speed, he passed the ball, and then he still had to slow down because mm-hmm. that he was going way too fast. Like, he's a, he's he's a, a fucking freak, bro. Yeah. So, I, I think, uh, I mean, we're going to be doing our predictions after after this, but... I I think Man City is going to win the league again. Yeah. Like that. I don't think they can be stopped. Bro, I know. I think I'm not going to lie to you guys. I think they're gonna, it's going to be like a like a thirty 
plus like win season for them. Like I'm not even lying to you. I mean, easily, yeah, it should be. Yeah. Like thirty. If well, if, if everybody stays healthy start. for sure, yeah. Because yeah, well, they don't have the depth they used to, but they still have they still have good depth, but not what they used to. So if they're starting eleven can stay healthy, it's very. Yeah. Very dangerous. And their their depth did not like add up to their team like that much. Like even mm-hmm. having that many backup players. Yeah, but they brought everyone they lost. They they technically they brought it yeah. in a player form. Like they lost but Dejus. Uh, they brought in Holland. They lost um, Fernandinho. They brought in Calvin Phillips yeah. from Leeds. But um, either way, they had a somewhat of a good team, and I think now they have a better team. But speaking of Jesus, how Arsenal? How does he look in the Arsenal? The Gunners. Man? Bro, I know, a, I know, Arsenal fans. I know, Arsenal fans are gassed, <laughs> bro. Starting two zero like two that. Two goals within twelve because, minutes. Because last season, if they conceded those goals to Leicester, right, like three two, and it's like one two and stuff like that, their mentality would have been like, oh shit, like we're done. Like, and then they probably would have conceded another one, or they would have lost the game. But this season, we can tell, you know, finally, like Arteta's. I don't know if you guys have been watching the documentary on Prime, but I know most of the sport, like, soccer world has been watching it, and I know Arsenal fans love it because, you know, it shows a side of the manager that none of us have seen. Like, he's a he's a really emotional, like, hype-up kind of manager. He'll do, do all these, like, crazy things in the locker room with, like, you know, crazy analogies to hype these guys up and shit. So I know Arsenal fans are fucking gassed that they actually finally look like a capable team. They have a capable striker. They haven't had a, like, good striker in a few years. Yeah. Uh, right, Obama Yang was falling off. Jesus is a pressing monster, so it makes yeah. everybody else want to press. Right, when you see your number nine signing, like running around like that, everybody's like, "All right." I mean, they're still yeah, they're yeah. already a high pressing team, yeah. but he brings the energy that they needed. Odegaard is the captain now. Yeah, he has to adapt this year, and he's become a better player. Right, and like, a better leader for him to be the captain. He has to put up more stats than yeah. he did last season. Like he's a good inf- like influential player, but the goals and assists are not there. But I mean Arsenal. It's just different. Arsenal are looking good, man. Like, if you if you different. watch the games, you can see it's very beautiful. Like it's fun to watch. It's um, not like other teams where they're playing like five at the back and they're just sitting low block. Like they're always trying to get a goal. You um you did mention Obama Yang earlier two seconds ago. Bum. Hey, stop. That's not what I'm gonna talk He's about. Bum. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. He has actually had a good season <laughs> with Barcelona. And I'm gonna mention since we, we already talked about this, we already mentioned Chelsea. So they have had made an offer mm-hmm. to get him. Does that that's, does bro, that make him some, better? That's something, man. That's better than what they have. Did you if you did you guys watch the Chelsea game? Like Kai Havertz and Mount, they're just, just they're not, not clinical they're finishers. Not, At no. this point in their career, like they're young, but they're like they could improve, but they're not. It's not. It's they're like Abumming. might not be as fast as he used to be. No. He might not be able to dribble through the whole team he like he used to. But if you put the ball to him in the box, he could he'll, score. he'll finish the box off, and I mean he'll finish the goal off, and that's exactly what Chelsea do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're always like you. You'll always watch a Chelsea game, and they'll always have chances. Like the ball is always getting put into the box, right from either side. Reese James is putting it in, or mm-hmm. Chilwell, or now they have Kukurea, obviously another good signing. So the the issue with Chelsea is not creating; the issue is finishing. So Aubameyang, any. Any veteran nine would be a good signing. And so, speaking of improvement, let's where uh. where do I where do we see <laughs> all? No, no, no. I'm not moving. I'm I'm not moving on from Premier okay, League okay, yet. Okay, okay. Uh, where do we see top six teams? Who do we see? The order. It's very competitive so far. And who do we see top six? Mm. Top five. Number one, Mid City. I think 
that everyone are we agree are we all that. agreeing on that or is yeah, anybody I, say, anybody say Liverpool? Because you that. could say Liverpool because you know it has it hasn't been the greatest start, but we we know how there's some potential how strong they go. For them. But you know at the same time, Man City could be putting all their resources into winning the Champions League. So maybe the Premier League, and with the World Cup in the middle of the season, uh, maybe it'll affect them a little bit. It definitely you know we will. we needed to take that into account. It definitely. Um, there's a chance Man City doesn't win the league, but I think that would be crazy. I think they're just too good. Yeah, Man City got it. I, I think they're just too good, did. so I, I, I'm gonna say Man City won. I got Man City won as well. Everybody yeah. has them. Yeah, I, nobody it's, says Liverpool. It's unless like Holland gets two. injured or something. It's just Man City. What do you guys have for two? Liverpool, obviously, has Liverpool, to be right. They have to be yeah. one and two. Um, three. three. Okay, let's start with this. Yeah, currently. Currently, you have Man City at first, Arsenal second, Brentford third, Tottenham fourth. This is the current table, yes. And Newcastle at fifth. Okay, well, this is this is the second week. Okay, we already established that Man U is going to be first by the end of the season. Man, Man City. City. Man City, sorry. Damn. You said Man U, damn, come on, no. Damn. No, you, I apologize. I take that back. outlandish. So Man City is correct. rubbish. I take that back. That would not happen. I don't think they're even going to be top six. But okay. who wants to start, start off first? Give me your number two and go on from there. Yeah, my number two. Tonham, Tonham, Tonham fan right here. Yeah, I said I said Liverpool for number two. Everybody said that, right? We're over that. Yeah, yeah. I might disagree with that later on. But we'll we'll, we'll talk about ours now. after you go. Yeah. I got Liverpool on second. I do have Tottenham three because I think they with Conte they can be better than Chelsea, and then I have Chelsea at four or. Yeah, Chelsea yeah, at four. four. Chelsea at four. Okay. Yeah, and I only did four because hmm. I couldn't think of a fifth. Interesting. Team. Fifth. Yeah, okay. that's not bad. I mean, that's, that's, that's definitely realistic. That's, that's realistic. It can happen. Uh, I'm going to go just real quick. Uh, two, I would also have Liverpool. Three, I'd probably have Spurs. Four, Arsenal. Five, Chelsea. And six, Man U. That's, that's my six. Oh, yeah. Man, Man because I think I think Chelsea Casemiro? will take that step over... Uh, I think Arsenal will take that step over Chelsea this season. And I think Spurs will as well. Because so? Chelsea is still... I'm not saying Chelsea is bad, but I think the other teams have just made a bigger step. Bigger improvements. Like, I just think that... I just, I just think they play they play better soccer, better football as well. Like, I think I think they'll finish higher. I agree with that. So, I'm going to go City. Liverpool. Then I'm going to go Tottenham. Then Arsenal. Chelsea. Menu. <laughs> I was gonna say menu, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't I'm really looking it's, it's really hard Crystal to Palace, man. but they're still like I don't like, think Crystal not, Palace I feel like they could. Their coach, by the way, he got he's the second most winningest coach or is the second fastest to get to fifty wins. I'm telling I told you in the right. ninety eight they're tactical. He's a very good manager games. and they've been playing in the system for a little bit now. So I think Newcastle as, as usual be nice. our honorable mention, like yeah, seventh. Nice. Yeah. Newcastle could take a step up. They may have de- nice. decent signings. Seventh, eighth. It could be yeah, mid table, yeah. I think Newcastle's ambition is to make European football, right? Yeah. So that's conference league. It's like seven eight, seven ish, eight ish. Man, I really hope Arsenal doesn't let me down this season. <laughs> or they don't let they, Arsenal fans down this they season. They had they finished five for like a long time now. They've been finishing five, they've been finishing like eight, seven. Last they need to break into the top four. This is I think this is their season. It's about time, man. They had their players. There's no excuse now. The, uh, the excuse before was the system is still, you know, they're still getting used to it. We still need a few signings, but I think pff, 
This is the best team they've had in a long yeah. time. I think last year Arsenal started all the way at the bottom, as bad as Man United. Yeah. And they stayed at the bottom for a while until they had their coach change and, and yeah. took them all the way to the fifth spot. And now they're sitting in second. Although it was just the start of the season, I don't know. It's been like kind of hard to tell. Exactly. I'm having Man City at first, of course, as we already stated. Um, a second, I can see. Don't uh, say Tottenham. No, no Totspur? definitely not. I think Chelsea might come up as second. So that's. I mean, that would be a surprise. Liverpool, Tottenham, Arsenal, a fifth again. And Tottenham and and Arsenal like could be interchangeable. It could be Arsenal fourth and Tottenham fifth, and. Man United getting re- relegated to Division 2. No, I'm too no, no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, no. that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. probably won't be that uh, bad. Sixth, Imagine if they do. Sixth, maybe maybe Newcastle or or um, Aston Villa or maybe Hell even no. Crystal Palace. Definitely not Aston Villa. Definitely yeah. not Newcastle. I can't see either of them finishing sixth. I, did I mention Liverpool? You said yeah. Liverpool second. No, third. I said Chelsea. You said Liverpool third. You said Liverpool yeah, yeah, third. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, uh, that's not bad. I mean, that's yeah. definitely possible. I could, <laughs> if Manu don't like, if Manu just sell Ronaldo and all these signings don't work out, maybe a few injuries happen, the team they, just falls apart. I could see them finishing. Top 10? Yeah, I think I, I, I predicted they'll finish six. Okay, okay, because you know they can't get any worse than last season. Yeah. Right. So maybe like at most they'll finish fourth. At most, that's if like. Wow. Oh, that's that's if some other teams get injured because you know the World Cup, anything happened, possible. anything happened. So somehow Man U lucks into a f- top four spot. It's, it's a chance. So, but uh, sixth. Man U six. Yeah. Say it again one more time. Top to bottom. Mine. Yeah. Uh, Man City, Liverpool, Spurs, Arsenal, Chelsea, Man U. Very interesting. Yeah. No. But yeah. I think the competition is very yeah. on point. It's going to be a great season. So um, yeah. definitely stay tuned. We're going to keep you guys up to date on Premier for League. Premier League. Uh, we'll be coming out with episodes weekly, probably and for Premier Rails. League. And check out our Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Stay up to date. We're going to get some crazy we have highlights for you guys too. So definitely uh, give us a follow. Uh, we're going to be moving on now to... The other top league <laughs> in the world. You could argue the best league in the world, but... That too. We'll give that to the toughest League. teams. We'll give that toughest, toughest league to Premier League. Yeah, the second I toughest league in the world. La Liga. Spain. España. Ah. Jesus. Last season. I'll let you start. Last season, Madrid won. You know, big dogs. I think that's what? 35, maybe? 35 leagues? Something sure. like that. So, sure. Uh, Barca finished in second. You know, surprisingly, go. after a terrible, terrible start. Honestly, yes. I did not think they were going to do it. Uh, they were in like 13th or like 10th place and Xavi brought them to second place, mm. which is, uh, you know, a good accomplishment. Uh, Thanks. If he was there the whole season, you know, maybe I would have been a little nervous, but he wasn't. I'll, I'll so uh, this season with the insane amount of signings that Barcelona has brought in mm. with the 10 levers that they have act- activated to bring in these... Ten? <laughs> <laughs> 10, 11, 11 <laughs> levers. We would activated. be selling. <laughs> they already sold. They already sold half the rights of everything. So half. Uh, they they half. signed uh, Robert Lewandowski. They all sold they, half. Full one hundred percent back in the day. So they re-signed they Dembele. Um, they bought 
Azbelacueta, right? They bought him. Yeah. No, no, no. no they no. didn't buy him. No, he didn't. Get okay. It. Well, they bought. He went. He went to Chelsea, I think, or something. They bought Christensen. Yeah. And they're looking to buy Marcus Alonso. Uh, they brought. They bought Frank Kessie from AC mm-hmm. Milan, won the mm-hmm. title in, in Italy. And you forgot the Brazilian goat. And they brought in Rafinha, who w- came in from a almost relegated lead side. So that's good. Great, great, great signing. Um, no, no, in, no. In all seriousness, Barca made great signings. Um, but the first game was a disappointment. Hamza, how do you feel about that? Rayo Vallecano, 0-0, nil-nil. 21 and, shots. And Barca had a red card at the end. Whoa. I just, Gets, buddy, what are Hamza you is a hardcore Barcelona fan for go. you guys who maybe are first time listeners. Uh, Good position, hardcore though. Barca fan, hardcore Messi fan. 68, sorry. 560 passes just, to their 274. I'm what? just going to give you the floor, so give us your thoughts on first game of the season. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I don't know where to start with this game. Honestly, it was just a lot of things. Um, but this, t- this summer, just like you said, Harry, has been great to us. A lot of good signing that were not expected, and you did not expect yourself, and you doubted every single one of them. Yep, not. <laughs> I didn't even expect Lewandowski. I didn't either, but he always wanted to play there. I'm, I'm excited for all these signings, and that's not true. I'm excited for all these signings. That's all I'm saying. Lewandowski, he is a proven Madrid fan. No, there were multiple reports no, that came out no. for years and years before that he wanted to join Madrid, but they he had just said Benzema. The best. They had he Benzema said the and Ronaldo. Best is is Barcelona, so I'll just go to them. He wanted to come to Madrid for years. Okay. He got rejected, time and time again. Just like Ronaldo, at thirty eight. Okay, cool. We're talking about Prime Lewandowski <laughs> got rejected, and oh, no, he's prime. And then he saw Benzema. He's pretty much about a will and Ballon d'Or. Lewandowski got robbed of one, and he saw all the recognition Benzema got after the Champions League run. And Lewandowski's like, you know what? Let me go to Spain. Let me get out of Germany, which you could say is a weak league. So he was like, let me go to Spain. You know, Madrid is a want me. Let me go to the other best team. Let me go to Barca, another historical team. Let me go there, bring them back to winning to winning titles. Maybe people will respect me just like they respect Benzema. They want to be better, and he wants to That's be exactly what happened. better than Benzema. I don't think, I think about exactly. I don't know why. Exactly he wants to be happened. better than Benzema. I think that's exactly what happened. He wants, he wants, he wants to, to be respect. in the same league. And he wants to good. go head-to-head. He wants to win the scoring title over him. He wants to win everything over him, right? So yeah. It's going to be a great season. It's going to be. It used to be Ronaldo versus Messi, but now it's the battle of the number nines. It's my Benzema f- versus Lewandowski now this season. My floor has been taken away. To now you can go back to go <laughs> d- to to disrespect our new striker. It's not disrespect. I just <laughs> no, told you. Okay, I, I just okay. told you. I respect. It him. could be That's that could happened. be why he did stay. He wants to prove himself. I'll man. agree. He did say that he want to go against Benzema, and you can't. You kind of can't blame him in the way that no. he put up a lot of goals, but then again, people he did not, still disrespect him. Yeah. He put up a lot of goals. He played great at a, you can say, Farmers League because they've won every single year for the past 10, 11 years. Jesus so that's Christ, absolutely acceptable. I mean, five goals in nine minutes. And like right now, Bayern are doing great with Sadio Mane. Amazing. More than fine without him, and they've scored a lot of goals without Amazing him. Amazing with Sadio. I mean, Sadio Mane is a great player, but Lewandowski came here. Yes, he's trying to prove himself against Benzema and what he did and accomplished this season, even the season that you want to say robbed. I disagree. <laughs> But he won to prove himself, yes, in the Spanish League. He, Although he scored a lot of goals yeah. and historical, and all that, Historical, but, but he wants to prove it not, in a different yeah, league. But you did not gain, like, you didn't yeah. win the Champions League. You didn't win any other trophies or anything like that. Yeah, sure. You won, won one. You won, won one with Bayern, Bundes, and it was Liga, in a COVID year. Like, okay. But I like the signing. You know, Obama Yang is 
accepting a seat back unless he leaves. That's okay. Uh, Rafinha has been good so far in the preseason, scoring a goal against an arguably one of mm. the best goalkeepers in the world that nobody has been able to it score was, on. It was a great goal, but it was a cheaply given away ball. But well, it's That's preseason. Okay. It's fine. Uh, preseason. I'm just saying he was able to score that, showing a little bit of something out there against a great goalie. Uh, the issues, as you asked me, with the Ryu game was that new signings. They're still adjusting to the team. They're still adjusting to the style of play. Ryu is a defensively sound team, and they'll cut mm. you off, cut your passes. That's okay. Interesting. We lost to them last year twice, and I'll I'll admit that. And then this year, you can say a tie, no is, tie, tie is an improvement. <laughs> Someone, you can say that. The midfield, I don't think Xavi has made the right decisions this game. Gavi should not have started. Busquets should not have started. I agree. Pedri definitely has started. You can go in and start Kessie or at least sub him in, not like Busquets late, is yeah, late in the game. He, he already got a red card and you lose the man instead of subbing him. Um, De Jong should definitely also start instead of Gavi. Gavi's still there's young. A lot of, there's still a little bit of drama around him. So That's they don't okay. Wanna, they don't want to start him. Maybe get an injury. You know, mm, that, they're, they're waiting to see once his future is cemented, yeah. then he can start him every game. But I, I agree. His midfield... Bro, their bench uh, is kind of wild. That's okay, though. Oh, but like, Barcelona have an insane roster right now than they did compared to like a season and a half yeah. ago. But you, you sub in De Jong way too late. Not way too late, but I think you should have started regarding of whatever is going on. He's definitely played way better than Gavi. Gavi just plays as a cam. And the young facilitate comes back on defense and does a way better job passing the ball. Keeps the tempo. Yeah. I mean, but right now we panic. I think in the midfield, you just overload it a lot. You just keep going in the midfield. And once you give it to Dembele, Dembele or Rafinha, didn't have a good game at all. No, I don't think it so. It was decent, I think. But like but at the end of the game, it did not look like every like second touch that Dembele took was too far away. I think he looked tired. But but the at, thing is, and there it was, was a, a re- physical game though, bro. There they was had a re- six yellow yeah. cards. Yeah, there was but a report that came out that that's, that's he was aggressive. a little he was a little injured he at did, the end of the game. He, he grabbed his hamstring. So maybe, and that was that was kind of a worry. Maybe something happened. But the thing is, the reason why he was overworked because the midfield is just or the whole point of the game is when, when you get pressed in the midfield, we start panic and just all right, give it to Rafinha, give it to Dembele, do something. do something. Uh, we're just gonna sit back. You had Messi doing that. That worked. It worked. That, that works. Yeah, but that's messy. messy. <laughs> Not Rafinha or Dembele, and then you know they try to get it to Lewandowski, but it just it just did not and go in. Lewandowski, you know, like it's too early to call him anything. Like you know, it's, not, it's, no, it's no. too early to call him a bust it's or anything. But anything. I can't lie, bro. Even the preseason games and in the first game, he did not yeah, look the best. It was kind of shaky. He was just, he was great. trying to force some shots. He's yeah. just every like you know like. Whatever you can get in the box, he'll take an extra dribble and just try to shoot it. He's like, let me try to get my goal, get my nice goal. Yeah. Two of the goals he's had have both been offsides, whatever. But, you know, it hasn't looked like he's meshed well with the system so far. He's, but, I mean, it's I early. Think, it, it's, it's still early. It's all the new additions. It's all the new additions that need to mesh. Also, we have a problem with the right back. Yeah, the defense Whether, is probably the worst part of the team. This, I mean, this time they put Arujo, who's a really physical big... A right back. Yeah, a right back. He's not going to do that. That's, <laughs> That's the worst decision. Dumb. He's been great on center back. Don't, because don't throw him Also, there. Kunde wasn't ready for this game. That's okay, but uh, we still have... Xavi doesn't like Sergio Dest. So he's I out. don't like him either. So he's out. So that's another defensive player gone. He's, he's Roberto's a, he's okay. old. Roberto's old, but Christensen you cannot is there. 
Christensen, I think. Christensen started. didn't even start for Chelsea, and now he's going to start for Barcelona. That's okay. I just don't. He, I, I think good. the defense is the weakest part of the team. Oliver does his thing, but it's just the problem with the right back. And now they do want to go out there inside Bernardo Bernardo Silva, but like we have a problem with the with salary. the right back. There's we, too much salary. Yeah, we don't need that in the midfield. Like even the thought of that, that was dumb. We need someone better on the right back because Des just runs. I mean, yeah, he can keep up with the fast one here, but then he just goes up and basically does three moves and, like, loses the ball or tries to shoot it from outside like he's Daniel Alves. But mm. besides that, I think that's the only thing you can see is similarity between him and Daniel Alves. Besides that, I mean, Xavi is still also kind of shaky. I don't think he played a well tactical game. Uh, the formation, uh, I don't know. The starts, mm, shaky. I don't know. Uh, I, I but th- I think from I, last I season, think, someone I think next week you guys are playing Sociedad. Right, I think. I believe so. And uh, no Busquets, so maybe that's okay. Thank God. Maybe Pjanic is starting as a DM. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I'm being dead ass. Who else is gonna start as your? I as think Kessie. Kessie's a defensive midfielder. I think he's better as like a central midfielder no, he, when he's running. But, when but he's running forward. Originally, he's yeah, he, a defensive midfielder. I think Pjanic is gonna start. Maybe. Because he's still on your team and he's taking up money, so why not use him? I just hope it's not Gavi or. I don't know. Yeah, I think Gavi's too young to keep starting. He just, he's a good sub. He's a I think hot, he's a good sub. He's, he's a hot head. Attacking, attacking midfielder. But so, do you, you guys think you're gonna win the title this season, or do you still think that you guys are a step below Madrid? There's a chance. There's a good chance. I mean, if, yeah, there's definitely if a this chance. Team, if this team clicks, and if we stop just hoping for a winger to do something, and you just give it to him and play <laughs> better, mesh more with each other, it's definitely gonna take some time. But I think I can see us going up there. And then with Madrid missing Casamigo, <laughs> <laughs> no promotion. But how do we see Madrid going on from here after a three-one win against the newly promoted team? I think it was two-one. Two-one or three. I think one? it was two-one, but I think it's two-one. It's two it one. should have been three-one. Should have been like four-one. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, interesting <laughs> lineup was my first thought. You know, first game of the season, and Ancelotti already rotated the team. The first game of the season. Uh, the two new signings started, Shuameni and Ruger. Mm-hmm. And the first goal and only goal uh, by Almeria was off a Rudiger mistake. Uh, he looked, I'm not going to lie, he looked very shaky. shaky in the first 20 minutes. Like, n- not like shaky as in he wasn't capable, shaky as in like nervous. Mm. Like, I think he, like, uh, the, it's not like the moment was too bright because he was playing at Almeria, a smaller stadium. His nerves. But yeah, it's playing your first game for wearing the Madrid shirt. It's like a and like what like, like wearing a Barca shirt. Like it's a lot of weight that comes yeah. with it. You're playing for a historic. It's a lot team. of history. So he I, he was definitely nervous. Uh, let up the first goal. Uh, let him on sides. But then after that, he played really really well. Uh, I think Shumeni and uh, Kamavinga weren't ready to start. Mm. Like uh, Ancelotti even said it post game. Like he's he's pretty direct. Like with his conferences, he said like. Uh, Shumeni and Kamavinga, uh, they they just weren't. They didn't show the quality that they that they showed in training. That's what he said. He said they weren't good enough, mm. and I think that you know that shows that he wants the, them to know that they weren't good enough. Like it's, it's not like he's trying to hide it, right? He's telling them that like, okay, they weren't good enough. So uh, that's why I brought in Modric. That's why I brought in Casemiro. That's why I brought in Alaba, right? I brought in these yeah. more experienced players, and immediately the game changed. We well, had can we talk about the second half. There was way more control, which is. Which is what happens when you bring on Modric, right? So, mm. uh, <laughs> David Alaba, <Yo>. first <laughs> touch, seven seconds. Onto first the touch pitch. of the pitch, first touch of the ball is a free kick, off the post, and it was a winning goal. So, 
Bro, the way he got is, onto the field and just like started oh God, staring bro. at the goal, that was insane, bro. That was, he, he's been huge for us. And if you think about it, he was a free, san- free signing. We didn't buy him. He was a free agent. And we took him for Bayern, who didn't want to pay him. And look what's happened. He scored for us in our class goal last year. Mm-hmm. He's shown up big in every single Champions League game. He's given all these big assists. Uh, and then now uh, he scored in the Super Cup uh, just a few weeks ago. And then he scored again, right? Uh, free kick, first yeah. game of the season. So amazing signing for us. I think um, because so Casemiro was gone now. End of an era, eh? End of an era already. You know, I, I always thought he was going to be the last one to leave out of the three because I think he's the youngest uh, out of Cruz, Modric, and him. I think he's the youngest. So you, uh, you were so expecting him to play this season? I was expecting him to play the entire season because he could still mentor our young midfielders. Like, yeah, they're good technically. Like, Schumann already starts for the French team at 22, so that means he's we know he's more than good enough. But if you could learn like from Casemiro who's won all these Champions Leagues who's won all these titles and we know how impactful Casemiro is we've seen multiple times him he's pocketed like the biggest players in the world like I don't want to say he shut down Messi for 90 minutes but in a lot of games against Barcelona Casemiro was playing like men on Messi and he didn't score the entire game and that's your goal when you're playing Messi right so he did that against uh, Man City when he he didn't play the first leg and we let up a lot of goals and so when he showed up in the second leg you could tell that I mean we won the game right mm-hmm. he's always there in the biggest spots he locked mm-hmm. down PSG last season too so huge loss there's no one in the world like him I don't think there's anybody as physical and like as fast and smart as him so, aggressive I would even say I mean yeah it's that's a part of his nature but so I just think it's a big loss for our our young players. That's a big miss in the midfield now. Yeah, so but it's going to be have, really hard. They're so still surrounded I, with Cruz I think, and I think they still have, we still have enough, but now it's going to be harder, I think. Mm-hmm. So, like, now, now is even, a, I think now is even, like, I know it's one player gone, but now I give Barca, you know, even a little bit but more of a chance. It helps having Rudiger there now, and, like, he's a big... It's true, but big, at like, the same time, I, then, I know he's not if you have Rudiger playing, like, you have Rudiger playing, then you have Militao on the bench, or Nacho, or Alaba, or Mendy on the bench. So, like, you know, there's a, there's a lot of names in the defensive line, mm. but not really at the CDM. Yeah. It's just Shuameni, yeah. who's young. He's only 20, 22 years old. But I think it's going to be a challenge now. So now I don't think the team is going to play as fluidly without Casemiro, like, defensively for probably a month or two. It's going to take some time, man. Like, he's a that huge, is. huge loss. I agree with that. But we're still going to win the league. Here we go. <laughs> If Benzema and Vinicius are healthy, I mean, that's it. We're going to win the league. Vinny looking kind of... Two, two best players in the world shaky. right there. It's the first game of the season. Okay. He he created, I think, like 30 attacks on the left-hand side. So he didn't get the goal, but he had multiple chances. Uh, he created for others. He absolutely dominated the left-hand side. And then he, I mean, he got subbed off because he was tired. But he was probably the best player on the pitch. So... We talked about the top two teams. I think now it's only right to, you know, <laughs> give our top six, top five. Even I just want to mention that Atletico Madrid has had also a good start so far with Antonio Griezmann. Can we see Antonio Griezmann having remember it to remember? Back to old days. You know, he maybe he remembered how to dribble now and shoot. I don't think so, man. I think he's done. I think Jao Felix is a real star of that team. 
And apparently, other teams are trying to buy Jao Felix because he's not happy at Atletico. You know, they don't play the most attacking football. Okay. So, so if Jao Felix leaves, I don't see Atletico. Okay. I don't see them even not competing much. Yeah. But they'll so probably still finish third. So let's say you, you, you could you could say whatever Barca first, uh, Madrid first. You know, because those are gonna be the top two. You go ahead. You already put Madrid at first. I'll go Madrid one, Barca two. Okay. It'll be close. It'll be close for sure. It's not gonna be like it was last season. I think it'll think it'll be very very close. Okay. And I, I think it'll change throughout the season too. Like Barca will go up a few times. And Maybe a few signings. Yeah, yeah. Just the window's not done yet. So uh, Bar uh Barca two, and then uh, Atletico three. Uh, I'll go Sevilla four. Because Sevilla has made some good signings. They signed That's Alex true. Tellez. Um, so they, they, they're always good. They signed Isco. Mm. So Sevilla have very well-rounded roster. So, uh, Sevilla 4 and Villarreal 5. Because I think Villarreal are about to sign Cavani. Oh, so if they sign Cavani, and then we saw how Villarreal did last season, right? Like they made it to the Champions League. They were one game away from making the final, right? Mm. Villarreal, like think about that. They were one game away from making the Champions League final last season. That's how it should finish. Those are the best rosters from top to bottom. I could give you a top three max. That was, that was sus the way you said that. <laughs> I could give you top. Yo, stop. What's wrong with you? Behave yourself. <laughs> God damn. Well, we got that nah, part. fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> animal. <laughs> yeah, top three is probably Madrid. Come on, Madrid is still better than Barcelona. Let's Real, be honest. Real Madrid. Well, sorry, Real, Real Madrid. Barcelona, second. Mm. Not a bad place to be, but still not wow. the best. And then Atletico, third. And I haven't, very, I don't know enough about the other teams. Very respectable choices, sir. I'm going to do the same <laughs> thing, but then I'm going to go Real, Real fourth and then Sevilla fifth because I think it's going to take, like, Sevilla another season to, like, kind of... And Villarreal, bro, they just... Yeah, like you just said, like, they just made... A good run. Great a run. really good run. So, like, if they can carry that on and they just dropped, like, three goals in the first game, so... Yeah, yeah. So three, three, four, five are up for grabs for sure. Yeah. I believe, uh, hopefully, if the whole team meshes together, some things have to fall into place for this prediction to come true. But right. Barcelona first, uh, Madrid possibly second. Possibly. I see Atletico having a good start this season, but I don't think they're going to carry on like that. I think they're going to fall in fourth. And in third, I would say Sevilla. It's very possible. Yeah. And if Isco gets to form. And a fifth, um, maybe possibly Valencia. It's a slight chance. Like the rest of the whole league is just uh, <laughs> up for grabs at this point. And player of the season, Lewandowski. Nope. <laughs> Gonna be Benzema again. Nope. And Benzema's gonna nope. be the top scorer. Nope. It's gonna be. What if? How would you Holland. feel? How would you Think feel? About it. Holland. Holland player of the year. And well, that, about La Liga? <laughs> that mean maybe. I didn't may, know about La Liga. Maybe a Ballon d'Or. No, that's fucked up. Maybe a Ballon d'Or. Ballon d'Or. I have yeah. him winning. That's what I thought you were and, talking uh, about. He's, not, he's not winning the Ballon d'Or. What if? What if Benzema gets robbed? I'll bet you money. He's not. He's <laughs> not gonna. He he has to win. There's no player who had who's had even close to a year that Benzema has, I not agree. even close. Oh, not not this year. I mean, yeah, the yeah, upcoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I know. We understand. He's talking about like he's gonna, season, he's eventually yeah. he's about to get it. They're basically. gonna announce yeah. in October, I think. By the way.
Messi did not get nominated oh my God. for the Ballon d'Or. He does not need that. While That's insane. Ronaldo made a record for most nominations ever. And how many he has? I think like 19. No. Trophies. That is, oh, that is a ball dude. Yeah, no, that does that that not matter, yo. <laughs> Who cares about nominations? Yeah, you can, you can win it. You can win no, it for sure, but showing, showing nine, 19 years of being at the top the is longevity. Is, I mean, yeah, that's obviously insane. Messi's right there. I think he has like seven, is, 17 or something. 18. That is historic. And I know we didn't mention PSG and the French League, and there's a little bit of drama there. But we'll, we'll get into that because it's still, it's still unfolding with Mbappe and Neymar. Hopefully in the next episode, we're going to be talking about it. And so... And on that note, we're going to go ahead and end this episode. As always, we hope you enjoyed this one. Be sure to check us out on any social media platform at Check the Stat 5. We post every day. We got goals, highlights, you know, all of that. And to stay up to date on all new episodes and when they drop, just give us a follow. If you want to let us know what you think about the podcast, just leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or any other streaming platform. We're available on all of them. Yo, this is Hamza. Uh, Along with Deep, Harry, and Dodge. Check the stats. Deuce, deuce. Peace. Peace.